You can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on The Front. I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Monday, February 12. The Defence Force's long-awaited boxes could be on the chopping block as the government looks to make savings. The $5 billion armoured vehicles could be ditched to help pay for submarines and ships, leaving a gap in Australia's battlefield capabilities. Say goodbye to flexible working agreements. That's the warning from business leaders who say they'll need to be more rigid about hours when new right-to-disconnect laws come into effect. That means appointments made during work hours or leaving early to pick up the kids could be off the cards for thousands of working Australians. Coles was fielding up to 80 price hike requests a week from suppliers as inflation skyrocketed. But now that it's moderating, the supermarket chain wants suppliers to cut costs so it can pass savings on to shoppers and shareholders. That's in today's episode. so expensive at the moment. I'm not the only one who's saving up for a down payment on a piece of salmon. When one thing goes up at Coles, it also goes up at Woolies within the next few weeks and vice versa. The prices have just gone up so much, it's completely unaffordable for everyone. You are not going to be able to guess how much these three items cost me. If you've been to the supermarket lately, there's a good chance that you're forking out a lot more for your groceries than you used to. That's because when inflation started to rise in 2021, the cost of getting products onto supermarket shelves went up with it. Energy prices, freight and shipping, raw materials, wages, all the things that go into making cereal or toilet paper or dishwashing liquid got more expensive. And so the manufacturers charged the supermarkets more. And then the supermarkets charged us more and more and more. Well, grocery costs are outpacing the overall inflation rate. Fresh food prices climbed to 10% in April, while dry grocery goods were up 9.4%. But now that inflation is on the wane, Coles wants a discount. So what we're reporting in today's Australian is that Coles has begun tapping some of its suppliers on the shoulders, asking for price cuts to the prices that they get charged by these suppliers. Eli Greenblatt is a senior business reporter with The Australian. Now, it's only some suppliers at the moment, and Coles have gone to some of these suppliers asking for price cuts, some of which were up to about 14%, from what I've been told by some suppliers. And this is really a reversal of what we saw for the last few years, where suppliers were going to the supermarkets, Coles and Woolies, asking for price increases. And it comes just as supermarkets are feeling some heat over pricing. Now, the hope is that if Coles can win some price cuts from its suppliers, it will likely then pass on some of those cuts to shoppers in lower prices on the shelf. And that's something that's becoming more and more important these days with cost of living pressures. Cole says it was between a rock and a hard place when it put prices up. But then it, along with the nation's other major supermarket chain, Woolworths, posted record profits. Analysts say double-digit jumps in the big two supermarkets' profits are unprecedented. 
Woolworths Group posted a hefty 14% to $907 million. Coles profit also jumped up 17% to $643 million. So is it fair for Coles to ask their suppliers to return the favour? It is tough, isn't it? What's fair and unfair and what's reasonable, what's unreasonable. Certainly the supermarkets, they were getting price increased requests from suppliers dozens of times a week, thousands per year in the last few years over the high inflationary environment. A lot of these suppliers were really doing it tough. And without price increases, they could have gone out of business. And no one wants to see our food manufacturing base disappear. And then they had to pass it on to customers. Coles would say, if prices are now coming down, if inflation is moderating, if is and this is happening, freight and shipping is coming down, they want to see their suppliers cut their prices. Then the question is, does Coles pass it on to shoppers or do they pocket some of that for their own shareholders? That's the balancing act. And that's a really tough balancing act, especially in this environment. How much do they save for themselves, for profit, for their shareholders? How much do they pass on to shoppers? The how and why of groceries are priced is an opaque and complex system. But that lack of transparency has led consumers and some politicians to accuse Coles and Woolworths of price gouging. Basically, bumping up prices and hoping no one will notice because everything is really expensive right now. There's been no evidence yet of actual price gouging. And it's how you measure profits too. I mean, the net profit, the bottom line net profit of Coles and Woolies has been quite stable in the last few years. Their earnings have gone up, the margins, so the profit on sales have gone up a bit, 3 or 4% here or there, but then the question becomes, do we want profitable supermarkets? Well, you know, we want supermarkets to invest in stores, to invest in IT, to invest in staff. We want supermarkets, especially Coles and Woolies, which are listed, to pay a good dividend to their shareholders, which are most of us, and superannuation funds, that's important. We also want the supermarkets to have low prices so people can afford food. That's important. And then, of course, it's also important to understand that a lot of these supermarkets operate under fixed contracts. So that's the problem for supermarkets. It's really hard to see how does that product get from the farm gate to the supermarket. There's lots of middlemen involved. So there's lots of costs involved, but it's, it is complex. And that's where there's been a lot of arguments and allegations about price gouging. And the supermarkets are trying to fight against that. Coming up after the break, how everyone's trying to get to the bottom of what's going on at the supermarket checkout. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shoppers aren't the only ones who've got questions about the cost blowout of a weekly grocery shop. Politicians, unions and regulators want answers too. That's why not one, but three investigations into price gouging have got underway in recent months. The first was ordered by the Australian Council of Trade Unions and carried out by Alan Fells. He used to be the boss of the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, or ACCC. In a report released last week, 
Fell said Australian industries are riddled with unfair pricing practices. My conclusion is that Australians are paying prices that are too high too often and that the cause is weak and ineffective competition in too many sectors of the economy. Then, also last week, Treasurer Jim Chalmers formally directed the ACCC to investigate the supermarket sector. Here's PM Anthony Albanese at the National Press Club. The ACCC has significant powers and it is the best and most effective body to investigate supermarket prices, to look at how things like online shopping, loyalty programs and changes in technology are impacting competition in the industry. And to examine the difference between the price paid at the farm gate and the prices that people are paying at the checkout. That investigation will look at the industry from all angles across supply, wholesale and retail. And all the while, supermarket bosses are being peppered with questions in a Senate inquiry led by the Greens. But it could be a while yet before we see any meaningful change on our dockets. The Senate inquiry that's going on right now that has begun and the ACCC inquiry, they're the most powerful ones because they're run by a regulator and by the Senate. And the question was, will either of them come out with recommendations that are adopted by the government and by parliament? And are those recommendations then acted upon by government? So that's the ones to watch. In the meantime, Coles is plotting a charm offensive in an attempt to win back customers struggling under cost of living pressures. I think for what I understand, this new round of them approaching suppliers for price cutting will help pave the way for some new sales, some new promotions. But I think the time is now right for Coles to really be out there pushing its credentials as low cost. And I think that begins with them getting some good deals from suppliers so they can then go to the shoppers with lower prices. So I think we're going to be seeing that soon. And do you think Woolies will follow suit? I think they may have to. It's, it's actually a very competitive environment out there. Yes, there are Coles and Woolies, which are the two majors, but they are very competitive and they watch each other very closely. And I think if Coles acts on some really meaningful price cuts in some important food and grocery categories, I think Woolworths may have to match it. Eli Greenblatt is a senior reporter with The Australian. An international law expert claims the Australian Federal Police should launch an investigation into credible allegations of torture against a Fijian colonel appointed to an Australian Army Brigade. You can read that story as well as the nation's best journalism right now at theaustralian.com.au. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.